Welcome everyone, this is Arguments About League Over Coffee, coming to you from Pilgrims in Cronulla. Joining me for today's show is one of Putty's true larrikins, Daryl Broman. We'll talk about how South went from whale beaters to struggle street. We'll review the Dolphins' inaugural season and look if the men's comp can sustain another major expansion. And who are the biggest disappointments of the 2023 season? Mate, South Sydney. They can't be out of the news at the moment. They're front page, back page, everything in between. Earlier this year, they beat the Penrith Panthers, yep. the Brisbane Broncos, the Melbourne Storm, three weeks in a row, flying. They were almost getting the myrtle and green ready to go yep. on that bus parade in October. What on earth has happened? I don't know what's happened to them, to be brutally honest with you. They're just playing crap, you know? <laughs> And they are. And they're, they're good players. They're not playing well at all. Latrell, I mean, he's been the story for the last probably month or so, hasn't he? But he's not playing well. Cody Walker hasn't played well since he's come back from State of Origin. I heard someone say the other day that Cody Walker, probably a bit flat after Origin, only played one game and he played well. And they won that game. I mean, I would have thought he'd well, look be on at the what road. happened to Bradman Best. I know they're different yeah. ages, but Bradman Best goes in well, he's there excelled. and he's come out another, like, yeah. he's gone up another level. Well, Bradman's only young though too. Yeah, you know, like and Bradman. I'm not saying Cody didn't appreciate the fact he was chosen, but but he's been there and done it before. They're the two mainstays, without a doubt. They're, they're the ones that sparked it. Well, the when South play well, Walker, Mitchell, Cook, and Murray. Yeah, they run the ship. I could. I think you could make a case for for Murray and Cook not being quite up to yeah. where we where we'd like to see them as well. It's not just on. Cody and Latrell. Yeah, no, no, you're probably right there, but but whenever you talk about South, number one, it's Latrell, isn't it? And it always yeah. and it always has been since he's been there. And number two, it's Cody, I suppose. But I don't, I can't recall them since they played together. Those two ever go through such a poor spell as what they're going through at the moment. Latrell's last game was diabolical. They had a shocking game. He looked disinterested. There was one time I think he tried to pull a ball in with one hand and then he tried to run with it with the one hand and dropped it. It's unacceptable. It, it was it was a poor game by his standards, but yeah, he still showed moments of brilliance. I remember seeing him take a carry off one of those last plays, those kick return carries. Mm. And he's taken four or five to bring him down. Oh, yeah. Not enough of it though, mate. I, I, you know, with regards to South's situation, I had an argument about this with, with Paul Gallon the other day. I actually like the fact it's all come out in the media. Um, I think it might just give them the kick up the bum that they need. People aware of what's going on in the club. And, you know, you hear you know, 15 different versions of what's going on there. And I, I don't know what the truth is. I'm not there. Well, they know the truth. Hmm. And they know as well the fact that their dirty laundry is being aired for everybody to see. I think now, it'd be good for them. There's no sweeping it under the carpet. No. This can be the type of thing that gets the group together. They've just had a bye. They now play the Roosters in the final before the finals. Yep. This could galvanise and this could be Absolutely. this could be exactly what they need. I reckon if you ask any of the top couple of sides who they fear out of the bottom half of the comp, I think Souths is one. If they make it, they might not make it. I think Souths is the one they would all say because that. There's no doubt they've got the talent to get there. They're just not playing well at And all. they've just had a week off as well. Yeah. Before well, finals, I think that does them a world of good. Do you, do you think so? I, absolutely. Because if especially if you're not going to finish top four. So they always say 
you can't win it from outside the top four because you need to try and get that week off. Mm. You win round yeah. one of the finals, you get that week off. Well, Souths have got that anyway, and they've not even had to work for it. Yeah. So, so I'm a bit old school with that. I, I'm not convinced the week off does you all that. I reckon if you play, this is my opinion, but I'm old, right? So I'm, I'm not up with modern technology and the modern stuff they do to players, etc., etc. I reckon if you play week in, week out, providing you don't get any injuries, and that's the big negative to it, I reckon you're better off playing each week. But I might be wrong. I, I like the fact, just the continuity. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe Souths. Souths are a different story, I think, this week coming up because they've copped a hammering in the press. And they're, they're, they're all, they've all copped it. The players, the staff, don't know about the fans, but, you know, the players and the staff, they're under pressure. What you want to see is a response. Yeah. Like, if there's no response, then there's got to be more questions asked. Yeah. If they get a response, it's like, okay, we'll see what happens come finals times. But it's interesting. Uh, Gus Gould has come out and said, this is an example of culture trumping talent and the importance of culture. Is that something that, yeah. that you agree with? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't given a great deal of thought, to be brutally honest with you. They are very talented. There's also some players there that I think are fringe first graders in the south side. I, I'm not sure they're all you know, rubber-stamped absolute first graders, every player on their side, but they do have four or five absolute guns. I agree with you. Absolute hey, guns. Same with Penrith. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. So why do Penrith get those fringe first graders? Uh, Culture. Playing in a culture and a system. Yeah. We know they've got the talent. That yeah. it's, it's Cleary, Luai, Crichton, Tango, Isaiah Yo. No, well, no, there's, no. there's your talent, well, right? But you can see from blokes who have come from other clubs who were fringe first graders who've gone to Penrith. A lot of them have managed to play a lot of football in first grade this yeah. year. A lot of football. Luke Garner, you know, there's, there's others. Yeah. Hosking, others who have played a lot of football. And they've, fitted, they've slotted straight in there. Seamlessly, haven't they? Well, that's the example then of when a, a good culture gets those fringe first grade guys. Mm. You know what? Now that you've explained it that way, I do think culture beats talent. Cool. That's the sort of that's, guy that's, I am. That's, that's what we're, that we're all about influencing one another. Well, you've made a wonderful influence on me. Thank Plus, you. Since you've been in Australia, I've really loved your career. Thanks, Did you happen Matt. to see my career at all when you're in England? No, the black and white TV. I couldn't work out which one you were, so I probably did. Um, but yeah. I, you know what? I've influenced you. You're going to influence you. me. You know what I'm going to do when I get home? I'm going to get some of my jumpers that I've got and cut the sleeves off. Mate, I've been so impressed with the Dolphins. Were you there at the first game? Uh, Up in, can't uh, remember. It's a long time ago. We certainly they called the, it. They played the Roosters, Roosters yeah, in brilliant. Suncorp. Yep. I've never seen so many grown men crying. Yeah. You know what? At the start of this season, before the season kicked off, there's a couple of things I thought would happen. I thought the Dolphins would run last and I thought the Roosters would go very close to winning the competition. Now, the Dolphins certainly won't be running last. We all know that. And the Roosters have been pretty disappointing. So, but that game, I must admit, when I watched it, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It's just enthusiasm, wasn't it? They wanted it. And that's just a, probably a Bennett trait. Mate, that, that first game for the Dolphins, and I know this word gets used all the time, but it was actually unbelievable. Yeah, it was. They had no right to win that game. And they won it easily, didn't they? If you'd have had all the best directors in Hollywood to come and script <laughs> the introduction to this new team, with Wayne Bennett, they lose out on all these marquee players. Yeah. Game one at Suncorp against the Premiership favourites. And here's the script. You go, 
Yeah. Come on, guys. Look, I, I appreciate your Hollywood, but that's a bit too far. Yeah. There's no way the rugby league public are going to swallow that. Well, that game, I, I think it was Kafusi. Was it Kafusi cut about three or four of the roosters I in think half? It, like, I love Kafusi. He's a good player. But I don't think I've ever seen him tackle like that, where he's just cut them in half. And he did it regularly in that yeah, game. He was It was fantastic. And, and you know what? The rest of them, you feed off that. He went as after, a player, you know. He, yeah, he went after some of his old teammates as well, Brandon Smith. Melbourne yeah. Storm, like yeah. if that's what friends do to each other, <laughs> I'd hate to see what he does to well, the people he doesn't like. He's a bad enemy to have, I would think. Of yes, he Plus, should. he's a Queenslander. Do you go for Queensland, by the way? New South Wales, mate. Mate, all Englishmen go for Queensland. I, I live here. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that, so that, do I, but I don't go for him. <laughs> so with the Dolphins, yes, it's a big tick for me. And you know why I think it's a big tick? Not just the number of wins. I think this season's faded. Yeah, it has. They've been competitive in that, every game. That's true. One of my predictions before a ball was kicked that I thought the Dolphins would pick up a number of wins, but we were going to see some pretty damning losses. They haven't done that, have they? No. Like, so, so you know what it's like when a new team comes in, they, they catch it like a team like the Panthers who just run away with it. It's like a, They've not done that. No. They've, they've been competitive every single game. I, I think there was maybe... One or two against, I think there was one against the Dragons actually where that ran away, but they've actually been in the fight for most of yeah. these contests, which is that's a massive, great, great credit to them, isn't it? And that's a great foundation yeah. I for when they that. pick up a couple more players. So they've got Flegler, Farmworth, Avarillo coming next season. That's their foundation. That's what they're going to build off that. And they'll pick up a couple of fringe players as well. Bennett has a great habit of making really average is probably a bad choice of words but just someone who's fringe first grader into a, into a regular first grader he has a habit of doing that he, he's an outstanding coach I, I actually coached under him at, at Brisbane the first year they came in the comp I retired in 87 88 I became a reserve grade coach and by 89 I'd been sacked because I didn't really well I always say I was a threat to Bennett but no one believes that <laughs> I, think I, understand that's a I think that's a conspiracy theory <laughs> worth diving into did Wayne Bennett oust Daryl Broman yeah. because he, he feared well, for his he feared for his status of the game's greatest ever coach? Well, since he's had that association with me, he's gone. He's really gone on with it. So I'm going to take you're some, always in some credit for it. He's a unique coach, and you played under him, haven't you? Yes, for England. Yes, he, he he's a unique coach insofar as I don't know if he. I think the secret to what he does is he doesn't try to get blokes to do stuff they're not capable of. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. You know, but he but he tends to get the best they can offer out of them nearly every week, and it, and his record shows that his record is incredible. I don't think he says anything too outrageous and too flamboyant. And he's not going to revolutionise. No, he's not, the is game he? Or revolutionise the team. But I love the fact that he's he doesn't try and get people to do something they're not capable of doing, and I think that's one of the secrets to his success. Yes, I agree with it. So the seventeenth team. But it's fair to say they've put a tick on that. Yep. What's the next step? 18? Or do we jump the fence and go straight into 20? I'm a bit old school. I, I, I think 18, personally. I don't think we need to put three more sides in the competition. I, I think you do nef- definitely need an even number. However, I think the players would appreciate getting the odd buy here and there as well. Forget the players. That's a previous life we used to be, where we were concerned about the players. But now we're concerned about us media personalities where mm. we need more content forget giving them the week off yeah that's a good point mate when you say media personalities can you say high profile in front of them 
Place. High profile media. Well, one <laughs> media battler and one yes. high profile high media profile, yes. superstar yeah. personality, one of the most recognizable no, names. I, I've got to say, with, with regards to the additional sides, I, I'm a bit, again, I'm a bit old school. I think sometimes we can have too many teams. I, I was worried when the 17 teams came in that we weren't going to have enough talent to go around. But I think the Dolphins have proven that there is enough talent there. And, and they, they, they performed really well. And on the basis of the boys they've signed for next year, they're going to do very well next year. You'd think they would. Yeah, there's got to be a little bit of give and take. Do you believe the talent's there? Well, well we can go to 18. I don't think that's a major problem. But I, I can't see a jump with three more teams. That's another 150 players. if we build it, they will come. So I think we might have to go through a little bit of hardship and deal with a few of those uh, blowout scores. Mm. That said, that's a bit of short-term pain for some long-term gain. So I think a team in Perth, a second New Zealand side, and then... Where's the next team? PNG with an affiliation with the North Sydney Bears. I think there's enough investors because that's fundamentally what it's going to come down. Can we afford to do this? Have so, you been to PNG? Have you, yes, I have. Did you play there? I have. Tell, tell me what it's like. It's inspiring. To go to a, a, a country like that yep. and have it mobbed and to drive through towns and villages and to see kids in unorganised mass participation. But what are they doing? They're playing rugby league. I loved it. Yeah. I couldn't help but feel inspired by that. I think there's genuine undertapped talent there that we could really see the benefits well, We've seen from. a number of them trickling yeah. into the NRL, haven't we? But I think we're scratching the surface. <laughs> so I think that that's one of the angles to look at. We've got a second team in New Zealand. Let's ride the wave of the Warriors and, and also our great game and our great product. The, the, that's, our sport is thriving in New Zealand. Yeah, I agree. And then Perth. Which... I think Perth's an obvious one, personally. I mean, given the success, there was a double header there not that long ago. There yeah, great crowd there. Great town. And, and I think they've, I think they've got rugby league smarts. Mm. I think they, because they've got a lot of expat. I think a lot of English people over there, isn't there? There's a lot from England living lot in Perth. A lot of English people. And, and there's a lot of expats there who love their footy. Mm. And and I think Perth is a no-brainer. And also, you add to that, the time zone as well. I think it's perfect to mm. show NRL at you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock at night, whatever night they choose. So this is my point about why bring the three in. If you look in long-term vision, let's get those three teams. Rather than stagnate it across yeah, a couple of decades, yeah. let's just get, get them in now, deal with that short-term pain. But we'll get to a competitive 20-team competition much quicker if we bring the three teams in now yeah, I'm, I'm rather than, rather than if convinced. we stagnate it. Uh, mate, you know, the punters, they don't want a side to get lapped week in, week out. And, and they'll lose support, mate. I, I think, and I don't like disagreeing with you because you're quite a formidable person, but I'm going to say, I think 18, let's go with 18. Okay, well, which, which, where, where do we go? Perth. As much as I'm, I'd be happy to see a PNG side in there, at the moment, I, I think at least Perth have got little, they've done a bit of groundwork, I think, and they've had a side over their play in the Super League. Mm. So they've had a side there and they've, they've got stuff in place. But then how can we, why are we going to ignore PNG? Why are we going to ignore a second New Zealand? I'm not player? saying we're going to ignore them. I think give them a bit of... You are. Well, no, but let's say give them... All right, say you gonna, they go to 20 gonna, again, say eight brush them? Why are you going to brush them? Because you can't have... They all can't get in, mate. I, I think 20 is too many. I don't think I don't think we can sustain. I think if you're going to get blowout scores, and I think you will get blowout scores, in saying that, I was wrong with the Dolphins. 
I don't think that's in the best interests of the game. And I'm Daryl Bowman. I, I thought the Roosters at the start of the year were definite premiership threats. I, I, had, had I, had them, I had them lifting the trophy. Mate, the, the players they bought were quality players. They've been disappointing. Do you think they messed up by um, dropping Sam Walker and putting the spotlight on him? Because he's come back and he was sensational last week. Yeah, he was. Against the Tigers. I don't think he played particularly well at the start of the year, though. I, I, yeah. You know, and when they dropped him, he, he injured himself. So they put him yeah. out for longer than they... I think when they dropped him, they were just hoping a stint in reserve grade might sharpen him up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was a bit of his development. And then he got injured. Yeah. So it, it didn't work for them. I think um, he's the future for them, though. I, I think the Roosters, without doubt, are number one in the disappointment. I, I agree with you. I, I, I think Parra are up there, too. Yeah, from going from making the grand final, not making the eight. So they had a shocking start. Did they lose their first three or four? I can't They lost all. the first. You know, the, the crazy thing about power is they've beaten the back-to-back -back champions, yeah, the Premier Panthers, twice. Well, they've got a very good record against them. And them. they saved their best for last. That was, I think that was the best they've played. I, I, no doubt. All season. In their last game, when if you're Arthur, Brad Arthur, that is. Yeah. I mean, there's no hair to pull out. You Why didn't we play like this the week before against the well, Roosters? Well, he, he said that. He said that, I think, at his press conference. He doesn't know whether to be happy or sad. Because what they dished up last week, remember, without their halfback as well, yeah. who's their best player. It was a phenomenal performance from them. Dylan Brown was outstanding last week at number seven. They have been disappointing because the game against the Roosters, they got smashed. Roosters absolutely outclassed them and smashed them. They've been a major disappointment and they've got a million fans, as we know, Parramatta. There's been a lot of stories in and around that football club, but the book stops with the coach. Yeah. Is he well, the he, right man to Well, he hasn't had him. I think his record says he hasn't had any... Well, he hasn't won a comp. And I don't know how often they've made the semi-finals. They've probably been around the mark and they've always had a reasonable side. If you're going to sack a coach, I think you've also got to have a plan B. It's not often there's a, there's a big-name coach available. And there probably is. There's always someone available who's coached in first grade and had a bit of success. But I, I like what the Warriors did with the, you've got the Give the young fella a go. He's done a phenomenal job with them. Mm. I think he deserves uh, the opportunity. He's shaped this roster. Yeah. I think he deserves a... a a crack with them for next year and if it doesn't work out next year then it's time to to potentially yeah. give them the, the tap and say we're going well, we're going to run with something different i think that's a reasonable suggestion yeah. I, other sides well we mentioned the bulldogs they've been thoroughly disappointing I, I love the dogs but they have been disappointing this year some of their defense in the last few weeks has been diabolic in the middle of the rack that's just a lack of effort you know, every time there's a there's a bad result the finger's always pointed at someone. Well, I'm not pointing it at anybody, but they need to improve. They did give their fans a bit of hope this year. You know, kick out particularly as a, as a purchase there. Burton's been there for a little while now. You know, but they, they just, they need a halfback badly. And I don't know what they do about that. They're just playing crap.